Pedro and Lynn, let me talk to them real quick. We women on top, ain't no way we gon' stop. We done been through a lot, so we speaking our thoughts. And we cannot be silent. Port City's finest, we just providing you guidance and challenge you never be quiet. This her story out loud, her story. Her story out loud, her story. Her story out loud, her story out loud, her story out loud. So hello, people. What's up, y'all? How you doing? How are you, Miss Angel? I'm good. How are you, Miss Lynn? I'm tired today, honestly. You're tired? Yeah, I woke up super early, and then I tried to go back to sleep. I guess I went back to sleep, but then I woke up, like, groggy. So, yeah, I'm still waking up. Oh, wow. Well, I'm wide awake. (laughs) (laughs) I've had coffee. I've cleaned up. Um, yeah, I'm good. Bright eyed, bushy tail. Yeah, I'll get there. Maybe once I get some food in my system. Okay. I woke up running out of the shower, running to get my brows done. And then uh, here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> and no coffee. no coffee. No coffee? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. See. I did have a, um, the fizz drink that I should try. Uh-huh. That, so. I still have to go get those. I told Jamel about it. It was so good. I finished mine. It gave me car. a little boost of energy. But food would probably help. Yeah, my neighbor yeah. took um, Mello to school this morning. He loves riding with Miss Kayla and Caleb. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm gonna take you. No, okay, uh, fine. I'll pick you up, man. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, well, much is happening in our world. Yeah, every a day, a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, nonstop. Gas prices are dropping. That's a plus. I, I don't was, feel like premiums going down though. Girl, I was happy. <laughs> I went to get gas the other day and I was like, oh, only $45? That's a plus. You have to get premium or regular gas? I get regular gas. Okay, see, yeah, I'm still in the premium section and yeah. I don't feel like, I don't feel like it's dropping for premium. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was happy, girl. I was too happy because, yeah. That 60, 75, like, no, I can't, no. I don't, I don't know how no. people with minimal to no income buy groceries. I went to Costco. I think we got about 10 items. It was $350. <laughs> I'm like, that is ridiculous. How it do is. people eat? Girl, everything has gone up two or three dollars here or there. I think they just sneaked it in there. Yes, but you gotta eat. Exactly. Exactly. You have to eat. Groceries cost a lot. We pay for groceries here, and groceries at Amaya's. Oh. Yeah. Cause you got a college student. Exactly. Who likes to eat? She likes exactly. food. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So. And don't let me do Instacart because then, you know, they put their little upcharge on that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, oh, my. So does, um, I know mine's going to be finished soon, maybe sooner than later. Mm-hmm. But what's her plan when she's done? Like, is she going to stay where she's at or is she thinking about moving somewhere else or coming back home? Because for millennials now, surviving in this very expensive, bougie world we live in how girl so so happy you brought that up because i've had this talk with amaya um of course i love my children and i would love for her to come back to wilmington because i miss her so much and we have such a good time together but i actually told her that i want her to come back because i want her to be able to get established in her work field that she's choosing to go to school for and save her money Mm -hmm. so she don't go out there and get herself in a whole bunch of debt and can't get out of it. Right. Um, That was my main concern, more so than just mommy being mommy. Right. Because it's expensive. And she was thinking, you know, she's going to graduate, get an apartment in Charlotte, stay in Charlotte, get a job teaching mm-hmm. and all of that. That's cool, boo. The if teachers you... in North Carolina don't make a lot of money. Exactly. 
that's cool if you can actually afford that. And not have three roommates, just like you in college. <laughs> but realistically, that can't happen with the way rent prices are. Like, it's ridiculous. And don't get me wrong. I really don't want her to come back to Wilmington because there is nothing here for our young black and brown people. Like nothing. So I would rather her stay in Charlotte. Yeah. But for the sole purposes of her being able to save and actually be able to take care of herself, I believe it's a wise decision for her to come back here, get a job, do your thing, save your money, and then move. Right. Um, but you know, you got other people that want to be like, no. Don't move back home. No, mm -hmm. go stay in Charlotte or move right. to Raleigh Next or explore the world. But I'm like, are these people saying this because they're just thinking about the fact of moving back home and there's nothing here, mm -hmm. or like, what's their reasoning behind that? Right. Because I feel like that's doing her a disservice, telling her to not come back and be wise and save your money and then go out into the world. Right. Because, I mean, there's a lot of kids, even after graduating high school, they're choosing to stay home, mm -hmm. go to school from home so that they can save, mm -hmm. have a safe place to live, and then go out into the world. Exactly. So if you're going off to college, accumulating debt while you're there. That part. What do you do when you get out when you have a $300 student loan to pay back and rent? Well, one bedroom is like $1,400 now. I was about to say $15. Like, <laughs> That's crazy. That, and we're not talking about like utilities. We're just talking about rent. Uh -huh. So you add rent, utilities, food, gas money, because mm -hmm. she has to be able to get back and forth. Right. Like. And your student loan. And your student loan. Then what? What, what money do you have? Because your paycheck is not even going to cover all of those bills. No. Mm -hmm. So, it, and it's odd, well, not really odd, but funny that we're having this conversation because I actually just saw where they were talking about it this morning also on the Today Show. Okay. And they were saying, like, a lot of people um, moved back in with their parents, like, during the pandemic mm -hmm. when they were getting laid off their jobs and things like that. And they couldn't survive and right. then some of them they didn't get laid off their jobs but with inflation they couldn't afford it they couldn't afford it so it's like i just feel for my daughter i would hope that she would make a wise decision and and do what's best for her right unless there's a drastic change in the economy in the next year i, I don't see it happening but <laughs> Are all these student loans going to be erased? <laughs> exactly. Like, and then in North Carolina, the ones that have it, they're going to be taxed. Right. They didn't drop and I didn't. That. I heard that yesterday. I was like, wow, really? Yeah. Yeah. North Carolina is just backwards. Man. With everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It's crazy times, crazy times. Yeah, I was talking with my client um, the other day, and she was saying she was watching a video. Of, actually, a millennial was showing her the video while she was at T-Mobile um, getting a new phone. And I, I guess she felt obliged to share this video with her of a young girl kind of going off on a boomer saying, you guys are the reason why we have all this debt in our world right now, while we can't afford to buy homes, while we can't afford to pay off our student loans, like it's because of the boomers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it makes you think like, were they selfish in a way that they didn't set up the economy in a way for their children to flourish? Because their homes are paid for, they're the ones who own all the big businesses who are getting all the tax cuts. Oh, girl. Yeah, don't even get me started on the tax cuts. I just, yeah. I don't, 
I don't get that whole thing. Like, how can you be making all this money and you getting all these tax breaks and the ones around here living paycheck to paycheck got to pay all these taxes? Right. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like, yes, we can kind of blame them. But because a lot of the I mean, the millennials, they were in kindergarten. They couldn't vote. Yeah, this is true. And some people say millennials is like 79, started at year 1979. So a lot of people say 81. I've had mm-hmm. books that said both. Mm-hmm. So I was saying anywhere between 79, which would include us mm-hmm. as their millennials. Mm-hmm. But for Generation Z, you oh. know, a lot of people say that they're the kids who don't want to go to work. They just want to sit in front of the TV. But that's their world now. Everything is techno technology tech into in the tech world. Exactly. So it pays off that they know how to do those things. Because <laughs> everything has gone to tech. Bank is now taking you can't even have a business checking account without it being a digital one. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um I just I feel like for one I don't think they knew how advanced we would be now with the technology. That is a huge jump. Like, so huge, just not even funny. My client was also saying how her sister, she's a doctor, mm-hmm. makes great money, just sold her practice. And she had a flip phone and her grandkids like tapping on the phone like, man, <laughs> What if this? And she was like, I'm not buying no iPhone. I'm not spending all that money on a phone. But her Mm -hmm. grandkids like, what is this dinosaur phone that you have? Girl, I got one even better. Just the simple fact that our children don't even know what a home phone line is. At all. Like, don't know. Remember, we used to have a phone book, girl. That uh, was like four pages, four inches thick, <laughs> and you look through the phone book. They have find, no like, clue. No, no they clue. don't know anything about that. Mm-mm. I actually showed like Mellow knows because I've showed mm-hmm. him pictures or whatever. But at first, no, he didn't know that was a telephone. And then I took it all the way back. Rotary phone, right? When well, you had to turn, turn the little thing. <laughs> These kids don't know anything about that. Mm-mm. They don't know anything about the busy signal, not being no. able to get in touch with people. Like we knew all of that. Mm-hmm. There was no yeah. two way in the beginning. Yeah, you were <laughs> on the phone with your friend, and it's past your curfew time to be on the phone, and your mama just pick up the other phone and say, hey, "You been on up. the phone for too long. Like it's nine o'clock. It's time for you to get off this phone." And you like. I gotta go like (laughs) exactly so I do feel like they had no clue of where we would be now when it comes to the advances of technology um and the world we are currently in but do you feel like it's the advances that have increased everything the cost of things no and well I don't know or is it the deficit that we're in because of the choices the boomers made? Yes. I do feel that way too. I don't know. I'm kind of both ways because, okay, this is my thing. With all the technology that we have now, I feel like it's taking things to another level. Like you can just be a daggone influencer because of technology and get paid all of this money. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the technology piece is what created some of these outrageous amounts of money and Mm -hmm. outrageous jobs that you could actually have where you are just sitting home and looking in a camera and talking about Mm -hmm. stuff. And then on the other side, I feel like it's the boomers fault because we're in debt because of the choices and decisions that they made right. when they were in office. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of kind of torn between yeah. the two. I would say the same thing. Like I feel like we have advanced in technology, 
but the boomers are not sure how that technology could be used mm -hmm. to help change the trajectory of what our country is in today. Yeah, I see that too. But they did make some pretty unwise decisions when it comes to <laughs> the financial aspect. Everything, <laughs> everything. And it hasn't set us up like the houses that they own, they're still living in them. Mm -hmm. And people can't afford houses to buy a house right now no. at all. It's like they really... paid 79,000. I remember my mom bought it when we built our house. I do believe my mom paid like $80,000 to build our house. Girl. I was in the third grade. Girl, yes, it's ridiculous. That same house right now on 10th and Hanover mm -hmm. is about two hundred. Mm -hmm. And $89,000. That part right there. Yeah. yeah. And that wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Like, that blows my mind mm -hmm. when I think about how much houses were when we were kids and compare it to today. Yeah. And that salary has not increased that much more. Yes. Not at all. And again, I feel like that's these top investors coming mm -hmm. in, buying up everything, yeah. and then jacking up the, the prices, price. which also causes another problem because yes, <laughs> then we can't afford to stay in our neighborhoods. Right. Um, but where are we going? Where can we go? Because they because turn down the projects. It's happening everywhere, though. Even if you move mm -hmm. to a different state, it's mm -hmm. happening everywhere. I had the same conversation with my in-laws um, in South Carolina. Um, I guess it was, I guess, a year ago now or two years ago um, that they're dealing with the same thing there. But I also hear that the Republican states also do these things so that people can move out and they have no choice but to move to democratic states because those are the only states they can afford so it shifts you out of oh, your Lord. area yeah. because uh -huh. you can't afford it yeah and i can see that too then they have the majority of the vote mm -hmm. sneaky 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 mm -hmm. I'll tell you. it's just like with homeless people they pick them up on buses or they arrest them and they move them to another city girl like what they just did recently, sending those people to Martha's Vineyard. Did you ever tell me about that? Like, are you serious right now? That that's what we doing because you don't want anybody else in your state. You're sending these immigrants and all these people. Like what? No. Like that's yeah, yeah. That made me very. The audacity upset. is at an all time high. Yeah, like I do agree. We do need to take care of our homeless people we have in our states and our cities and our towns. Yes. But I also feel like we do still need to take care of those that come in from other areas because they are people too. They mm -hmm. deserve a better life. Yeah. They deserve to be able to get an edu education and all the things that we expect right. and to they, have. And they have something to offer to our community. Exactly. Like, I just. Because it's not like they're coming and saying, horrible. I'm coming and I just want to get on assistance. No. Most of them are some of the work. hardest workers. Exactly. They want to come and work. They want to come and be a part of a community. They mm -hmm. want their children to be able to flourish and yeah. be a part of a community. Mm -hmm. Like. I just, I totally do not like the labels that they give people that immigrate here to the States right. that, yeah, ticks me off. Um, because in my opinion, how can you call somebody an immigrant when you're an immigrant? You're not from here either. No. Like no. that's my spiel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's all one big mess and what really is there going to be to hand to the next generation because most of your savings and your investment is a wash right now because you had to take it out to pay for groceries to pay for gas to refinance your house 
just to survive just to survive right now yeah it's it, it's a mess i do feel that it's ridiculous that all of these millionaires billionaires these people that make all this money get all the tax cuts and they're living okay yeah while everybody else is trying to figure out how to go and pay for groceries just for tonight's meal right we can pay a nfl right. or nba player five million dollars for three years and we have hungry kids in schools their only meal is the one meal they get yeah, at, at school. school exactly like that makes no sense to me none and i'm not saying that they should feel obligated to take care of everybody else right but what i am saying is what sense does it make for a athlete or some big star to get paid millions and even billion dollar contracts when we have people suffering yeah we have kids the future that's suffering mm -hmm. some of these athletes within let's say four years of them making their salary they can take care of their family their children their children's children like, and their cousin's children I, I mean they are making so much money mm -hmm. if the if the corporations say under armor Steph Curry just got what one billion dollars <sighs> yes man if they have gave him half of that and took the other half and gave it to some schools teachers can make a little bit more money exactly so then that kid that's in that school can actually learn mm -hmm. get quality education mm -hmm. so when he does come to the NBA he ain't wasting his money on junk he actually knows how to invest it so that he can help the next person. Yes, valid point. Totally agree with you. Full, it goes full circle. It does. That makes sense to go full circle. But that's not the reality, unfortunately, that we are living in today. No. Um, it's all just, again, I, I only word I have for it is a mess because it's not just the athletes, and the actors or actresses mm -hmm. or the musicians but again these now self-proclaimed fame people that are influencers yeah like Dang. are we serious right now paid 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 there's a couple one was a nurse and i forget what her husband did she quit her job to be an influencer she was making more money the husband saw how much money she was bringing in he says oh okay i'll join in i'll do this too quits his job wow. so now we have mom and dad staying at home being influencers now their kids are influencers because they're part of mm -hmm. the video gig and they're going around on these expensive lavish trips that are already paid for they're right. not spending a dime of their mm -hmm. own money yeah like, this is what we do. This is our world now. It's crazy. But you don't want homeless people standing on the corner with a sign asking for a dollar or two here and there so they can eat. No, they will move them quickly. No pandering allowed. Like, but and some of them, what? some of them are not true homeless people. Yes, we that, do know that. Yes, we do know <laughs> that. We do know that. But there are some that really that truly need help. Are and they really need help especially like the veterans exactly so yeah even this weekend um janae and james and i went there's a community that's being built here in wilmington called eden village mm -hmm. and it's for the homeless it's housing for the homeless um mm -hmm. fully furnished and they'll have a um, community center that has a wash and dryer there where they can come and wash their clothes it's a fresh start for them mm -hmm. and f3 is sponsoring a house for 
a veteran that was homeless. Okay, that's awesome. Um, but I was looking at all the signs of those who sponsored a house. Each house costs forty thousand dollars. They're tiny homes, but they mm-hmm. have their own little cute little porches, mm-hmm. um, refrigerator, stove, TV, uh, closets, mm-hmm. a stand-up shower. Like air it's the mm-hmm. cutest little house ever. Mm-hmm. Bigger than the little houses we see on HGTV. Yeah. And um, it's a great thing. Like, I feel like communities need to come together and do things like this. Mm-hmm. There is no reason for us to have homeless people in this world. None. Some people do choose. They make a choice mm-hmm. to say it's cheaper for me to live in the woods than for me to pay the government. Mm-hmm. And that's their choice. Yes. But those who are truly struggling and are homeless, there should be somewhere for them to go. That's safe. That's safe. Exactly. Because I know there was a homeless guy that went to our church. And I wonder about him all the time. I used to see him downtown all the time. And I hope he wasn't one of the ones who got arrested and shipped off to another city. But he didn't speak a lot of English. Mm -hmm. His name was Fernando. And he would get his tent stolen from other homeless people. They would take his stuff. Mm -hmm. So here he is in the rain and the cold with nothing because other homeless people are stealing his stuff Mm -hmm. that we're giving to him. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, I couldn't imagine Cause I don't even want to be cold in my own house. Mm-mm. Better yet, sleeping outside in the middle of winter. When it's speaking of which, are you cold? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and normally I am, but I'm not today. But yeah, it's it's bad. It's crazy. It's sad. It shouldn't even exist, in my opinion. Um, I remember when I worked um, for a school off of Wilshire, and we used to have homeless people in the back. Mm-hmm. in the wooded area around the school and it got to the point where sometimes some of the teachers would leave their door unlocked mm-hmm. by accident they would come in mm-hmm. use the bathroom use our washer and dryer and we could tell so then it got unsafe for me to just be in the building right you know later than everybody else or mm-hmm. earlier because we never knew right um but it just always broke my heart because it's like where else are they going to be able to go when it's raining out? Mm-hmm. Where else are they washing their stuff? You know, right. like, yeah, it's wrong that you're breaking in my school and you're doing this. But at the same time, you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And I don't see why, especially here in the port city, we have buildings that have not been occupied in for years, years. huge years. Buildings. Why can't you take money and invest in making shelters mm-hmm. for these homeless people? Right. The shelter and, and we then have you're providing jobs for people who want to minister to those people. Exactly. The shelter we have here don't house that many. Mm-mm. And they're rushing to get there in time so they can have some place to sleep. Right. Like, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. I used to get mad when I would drive by the old fire station over mm-hmm. by East Wilmington, mm-hmm. sitting there vacant. Um, the old girls club yeah. that was on that Castle was vacant Street. vacant for a long time. That was vacant forever. The thing is, they want to sell it to the big corporations or the big investors so that they can make money off those buildings. And that's what it's all about. It all boils down to the money. Yeah. It's sickening and disgusting. It is. Because it's like, where's the heart? Where is your heart? Where are the people with the heart that need to be in these positions? (laughs) I think it's going to take the Gen X's and the millennials because they're, they don't think like us. They don't Mm -hmm. think like the boomers. Mm -hmm. They have a heart for everyone. Yes. Like yes. their mindset is totally different. They really, truly want to change the world. Like mm-hmm. they are speaking up. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They don't. They on TikTok going off. Yes. About everything. Everything. <laughs> All the things. But and it's like, will the boomers actually give them the mantle? Will they place it in their hands so that they can make change? Because even now, you got 70-year-olds still working. And the millennials trying to come in and they're like, oh, you're trying to change everything. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just trying to make it better because mm-hmm. we still been doing the same thing and nobody's making any money. But mm-hmm. y'all. Yeah. Something has to happen for it to change. So. 
hopefully nothing as drastic as it's been because the struggle bus is real right now real real and i I know it's been you know we've had to tighten up budget wise Mm -hmm. so i can imagine people who only have a one household income girl like i'm thankful and blessed that i stepped back into my business and god was like let's do this thing Mm -hmm. and he has opened doors but for people with one household income girl it's a, a struggle like for me i can't tell you how bad i want to get back into like the education field Mm -hmm. i have my moments where i'm just like yeah done over (laughs) it but i love and i can tell that even you know here at home with mellow when i'm Mm -hmm. teaching him i love to interact with kids i love to um interact with women and men that actually love teaching i like to be like that helper that person that give them that push yeah that's me mm-hmm. and it's like with all the things i got set up health wise it's keeping me from doing that right. i finally get it i still struggle a little bit with that but it just ticks me off because there's people out here that don't have anything holding them back medically that's able body that can mm-hmm. really work right and they're not mm-hmm. i don't get that part either like okay yeah we're talking about people struggling in the economy blah 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 then we got people that's just sitting home that just want to sit home right and then there's other people like my client she just moved from raleigh she's a mega educator she's retired the schools in Raleigh are calling her back every week. Like, can you fill in? Can you sub? Because she has helped excel their EOG so much in mm-hmm. math. They're like, we need you. When she done moved back to Wilmington, she's gone to some schools and they just like, they ain't calling her back. I'm like, are we short teachers around here? They ain't responding to her. And I'm like, this woman could change everything in your school. And she is that teacher that would be like, if a kid says he's hungry, she got snacks in her drawer mm-hmm. or some um, ABCs or some ravioli something. or something in her drawer because her heart breaks. And she knows that that little bit of food, they're giving them eight French fries and four chicken nuggets Girl. is not enough food. That's probably the only meal he's going to have that day that, or she's going to have that day. Yeah. And it breaks her heart. I thank God that there are still good educators out there like that because, for instance, Mello was in pre-K last year. Mm -hmm. They were not allowed to bring their lunch in unless it was for a medical reason. They Mm -hmm. had to have a doctor's note. Everybody had to eat the school lunch. Okay, cool. I was kind of struggling with it at first, but I get it because I worked in child care, Mm -hmm. so I understand the rules. Mello's a picky eater. So I made sure he ate a good breakfast in the morning before he went to school. So if there was something, he wouldn't be too hungry, mm-hmm. you know, before I come pick him up. Right. His teachers would keep different snacks and stuff in their classroom, not just for Mello, but for any kid that was either just hungry because they didn't have food to eat or if they were a picky eater and they didn't really eat the school's lunch. Mm-hmm. And that spoke volumes to me because I know there's some people out here, especially teachers that already don't make enough money. They can't afford to feed their own families. Right. Nevertheless, bring some extra in Mm -hmm. for a class. Mm -hmm. So that just amazes me because we have people out here that we want to teach our kids, but we don't want to pay them. Mm -mm. And these young people who are graduating now, they're not going into teach because they know they're not going to make any money. Yeah, I was trying to convince Maya not to change her major Mm because she changed her major. Social workers don't make that much money either. Right. But teachers make way less than a social worker. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Maya, are you sure you want to do that? And she's like, I really do want to be a teacher. Like her heart is really in it. For social work, she was also doing it because her heart was in it for kids that outage um, the foster care system. Right. So her goal ultimately is to make a difference in some child's life. That's her heart. Mm -hmm. And so I cannot 
fight her on that age. She's an adult. Make her own decisions. But I understand. When your heart is in something, it It doesn't doesn't matter about the money. money. Mm -mm. Um, But I'm just like, her husband's gonna make a lot of money. We're gonna, we gonna girl, claim that yes. right now. <laughs> girl, she's been claiming it. She's been claiming it before. She's just like, yes, I know I'm gonna have to have me a husband that's gonna be able to keep up with, right? Provide for the family. Exactly. Her income just gonna be savings, investment money, something. <laughs> because the way we set up right now, it doesn't look like these teachers are gonna get the pay that they deserve. I just it, it bothers me. In some states, they are making good money mm-hmm. but of course north carolina they are not mm-hmm. or not i did see um that there is a uh a new tax thing a tax deduction that came out for teachers mm-hmm. um my client she's an accountant and she just said there's an educator educator expense deduction that's rising for 22 to to for the year of 2022 to $300. Both students and educators are returning to the classroom to start a new school year. And now is a great time to remind educators to track out-of-pocket expenses to take Mm -hmm. advantage of the increased deduction for qualified education expenses. Educators are eligible to claim the deduction for unreimbursed expenses, even if they are claiming the standard deduction. Um, Additionally, married educators filing jointly with another qualified educator. So you got to be with another educator to deduct $600 for the year 2022. I mean, I'm glad they have the deduction. But what's $300? But what I was about to say, because, again, Maya's about to start her student teaching um, next month, I believe it is. And she already has, like, ideas for when she does graduate and become Mm -hmm. a teacher, how cute she wants her classroom. Mm -hmm. And she understands she's going to have have to to pay pay for for that stuff. And again, it goes back to, I'm mad these teachers have to come out of their pockets Mm -hmm. to decorate their classroom, provide material. To make it look like an environment that the kids enjoy to come to. Exactly. And, you know, I come from educators. My mom worked in the school system. My aunt worked in the school system. And... I know the time that these teachers and teacher assistants spend even when school isn't in session. I was one of those kids that had to go to the mm-hmm. schoolhouse with either my aunt or my mama doing a teacher work day. Yeah. And help clean or decorate, mm-hmm. cut out stuff and pre- like they the prep put- is unending. That's why I decided I was going to school to be a teacher and I switched my major as well cuz I was like they don't get paid anything. Your work never ends. You mm-hmm. got to bring paperwork home to grade stuff. Like they're very limited on the teacher assistance that they provide. Yes. I was like, this, this, it does not end. Like mm-hmm. it's a job that they do even when they're quote unquote off the clock. Their like, summer break is short. Yeah. Just like <laughs> Mellow's teacher, they have, uh, which I love, um, we have the app talking points. Mm-hmm. And she sends us little text messages or whatever. And I I love that as a parent. I appreciate all the updates and the pictures she sends and things mm-hmm. like that. But my heart goes out because I'm like, poor thing. Here you are sending me emails and texts and stuff on Sunday. This uh-huh. is your weekend. Yeah. And just like she was at the fundraiser they had Tuesday night mm-hmm. for the school. They ain't getting paid for those extra hours. You ain't getting paid. You know, so, you know, it has to take a person that has the heart to do this stuff. But I just think it's ridiculous that we're paying athletes and influencers and actors and actresses and musicians and all these other people, all these millions and billions of dollars mm-hmm. when the educators that provide these people with knowledge in order for them to get these jobs are the ones suffering and not making any money. Mm-hmm. That don't make sense to me. And Somebody it's always the athlete that says, I'll never forget that one teacher. <laughs> well, if you'll never forget that one teacher, how about this? Every athlete, sponsor a school. Mm-hmm. Pay their salary. Yeah. Like, add a bonus. <laughs> Do something. Don't just tell me you appreciate me and you remember Miss so-and-so from this school right. at this grade oh mr so-and-so spoke these words to me mm-hmm. and they encouraged me and stuck with me okay and right thank you and 
I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I can go on and on and on. I, I just, again, I, I love people. I have a heart for people, and I just don't like where we're at when it comes to prioritizing money and having a heart for people and not really making our cities and towns and states a welcoming place and a place that's going to provide what people really need. And that's safe places to live, places for their kids to actually go to school, get properly educated, whose teachers getting paid what they deserve. Like the list goes on and on. But in their head, they're like, well, we we provide equality, but it's not the equality. We need this equity. Like, girl, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, and I'm so tired of these big corporations that already have all this money, but still just want to keep taking. buying things mm-hmm. and taking things and not pouring anything back n- into their. Not families. at all. Not at all. I mean, most of them, if they have philanthropy foundations and things set up it's pouring right back into them Mm -hmm. it's not pouring into anyone that actually needs help yeah it's so bad that we've been here in our home now almost has it been three years yeah three years and since we've been in this neighborhood we've had several people sell their homes since Mm -hmm. they're going for way more than i feel Mm -hmm. like they're worth um and there's some big guy i don't know who he is but he's like blowing up my husband's phone wanting to purchase our house no we're not yeah. selling Mm-mm. and at this point it's like where are you gonna go yeah <laughs> there's no housing like, available in the city there's no apartments available no not that i can afford anyway no that that he could like no stop yeah my cousin tried to say that because we've been in our house 17 years now and she's like you can rent your house out and make almost triple or you can sell your house and i'm like but where Where? are we going we're gonna take all the money we make off that house to put into another Another house house. and we still gonna owe money because that house is gonna be exactly astronomical exactly (laughs) exactly it's it's crazy. So I'm good where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I'm like, no, I'm good. Please don't. She's like, your mortgage is less than rent. Yes, it is, and I love it. Thank mm-hmm. you, because then I can take the other money and invest. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it, it's crazy. It's crazy. I know. I believe it was you and I talked before, and we touched on a little bit in this podcast um, about how inexpensive houses were back in the day, and mm-hmm. especially in Wilmington and different areas and how expensive they are now, especially the areas that we consider project areas, mm-hmm. mind blowing. blowing. $400,000 house. And I'm like- On Campbell Street. What can I say? <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's crazy. And then four houses down, that house is boarded up. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't even have central heat and air falling it, apart. It's crazy. I tell um, people all the time, because, of course, born and raised right here, I mm-hmm. would have never imagined Wilmington to look the way it does now. Yeah, it's grown so much. It's, it's crazy. There's not enough room here for all these people. It's not. And I'm telling you, I get so mad. It take you 40 minutes to get from here to the mall right now. It's crazy. I remember <laughs> when you knew where the traffic was going to be. School time. Mm-hmm. That's when it's starting, when it's ending, or work hours of the day, 5 o'clock, right. and between mm-hmm. 5 and 6. Now there is all traffic day. all day, every day. Avoid South College Road at all costs. Like. It's crazy. And then all the different plates that you see. Mm-hmm. And I just like, go home, go back. <laughs> Why are you here? Yeah. They're the ones spending the money here. Because um, they can sell, I mean, most New Yorkers, they can sell their home mm-hmm. 
and take half of what they make off of that, buy a house here, here and put the rest in the bank. Exactly. And then they're building so, all these storage houses for them to put all their furniture in because the houses are so much smaller here. They don't have mm -hmm. anywhere to put all that stuff. I know. And I, girl. Everywhere is a car wash and a storage building. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Girl, I was so mad when they put the storage buildings up right there between Laney and Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. I was like, give us another fast food restaurant or something. You know the one that got me when you come over the bridge right at 3rd Street? Girl, why? That is ugly. Like that is not what you need did, to see when you come into the city. A girl, storage building. I said the same thing. I was like, that's what we're doing. You're gonna put a whole storage building right here at the bridge. No. But it's there. It's there. And that worries me, actually. You know, after you watch the wire and you're like, are people <laughs> living in there? Are they putting people in there? Girl. Because, I mean, there's not many houses. There's not new houses or apartments in that area that people need to put storage I, in. Girl, there ain't no telling. Ain't, ain't no telling. It's crazy. Well, I mean. Maybe these uh, Gen Z, they'll save our world. Our children. Lord, we pray power over way. them. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. Yeah. Strategy. Wisdom. wisdom yes wisdom because that's what's needed and it's also going to take us stepping up and building them up and encouraging them mm -hmm. to do things differently and yes. not settle for the status quo mm -hmm. definitely and i think you definitely started that with maya like yeah you have the option um i think i heard uh kevin on stage say um this interview they're doing a, with uh tab and her husband they were like mm -hmm. i tell my kids you are welcome to come back home but i'm not going to be like your fallback on person exactly but if i'm here if you need me mm -hmm. so don't go out and get in trouble and they're like oh daddy you get me out yeah but i'm here if you need me yeah and then they were like if all hell broke loose and all of this stuff went south i know i can go back home to my mom and dad exactly. and be like can i sleep on your couch for three months so mm -hmm. i get my life back together yeah so having that um relationship with your kids i think is a great thing to know that they are welcome back home if they need to to save a little bit mm -hmm. but you can't stay here forever exactly that's my thing <laughs> like no you can't stay here forever because i of course Mello's only five but yeah <laughs> Because he'll say, he'll help around the house and stuff, and he'll say he's going to college, to mm -hmm. UNC Charlotte, like Amaya. But then in the next breath, he says, Mommy, I'm never going to leave you. And I look at him and I say, oh, yes, you are. You're getting your butt up out of here because I'm not going to take care of you the rest of your life. Right. And I don't want my kids to have to but, take care of me. Exactly. But my thing is, I say that, but I still let my kids know that they're always welcome back home because mm -hmm. I do not want my children to set themselves up for failure, debt. Mm -hmm. That creates more problems. Yeah. I'd rather you get your nest egg, get a great plan, mm -hmm. and then go out right. and do your thing. Yeah. But I'm big on parents supporting their children um to set them up for a great future that's what we're supposed to do mm -hmm. i mean in some cultures it's like generations of people in the family in one house and yeah. then once well somebody gets married and they mm -hmm. want to move out they can pay for their houses in cash yep i mean that's how that works mm -hmm. yeah and honestly i feel at some sometimes i feel like that's what needs to happen now right in order for our children to actually be able to have a great future and have a house and that's just my mind but good stuff well it's good stuff so if anybody want to weigh in on this topic if you have an opinion a feeling a viewpoint you don't agree let us know yeah we want to hear what your thoughts are um and Maybe you might have some ideas on how to make this world a better place exactly. for our future generations to come. Because it's not looking too good at all. 
Yeah. But we all got to come together, do our part. I mean, it takes a village. I believe that. Definitely. Um, it takes heart. Most importantly, God. Like, None of going to happen without him. <laughs> nothing. So we need to make sure that we're putting him first in everything. Mm -hmm. Every decision. Exactly. Let's pray about this before we do this. Let's pray about that. You know what? We're just trying to end this podcast. Angel, close your <laughs> that's mouth. A whole nother... Because that's a whole nother thing. Because I was really about to go there. That's what really messed us up when they took prayer out of school. But I'm going to stop. Mm -hmm. Anywho. Hey, at this point, <laughs> they done took prayer out of church. But... Girl. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So ladies and gents thank you for listening and again you can follow us on instagram and if you're listening to us you already know how to listen to us but there are more ways than one so anchor spotify apple, apple Podcasts, and Castbox. yeah so we out here we are her story out loud you guys have a story too and feel free to share have a great one. Bye. Overcame what I've been through. Bless just look at how he moved. That's no cap. Speak big facts. And I'm unashamed about that. Just want you to be empowered. This no ordinary rap. This podcast for my ladies and they mothers and they babies. We gon' cover all the topics that's taboo. It's gon' be crazy. Welcome home. This your moment. We gon' cater to your soul. Reveal your power. That's our goal. Let this gospel make you whole. We women on top. Ain't no way we gon' stop. We done been through a lot. So we speaking our thoughts. And we cannot be silent. Port City's finest. We just providing you guidance and challenge you never be quiet. This her story out loud. Her story. Her story out loud. Her story. Her story.